<laughs> Hello, my friends. Oh, no, it's already going. Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Space Game Junkie Podcast. I, as always, am your co-host, Brian. Sadly, our co-host, Jim, seems to be having some migraines, so he's not feeling well. Uh, so he can't join us tonight. My voice has been shot for a couple of days. Uh, so I don't know how long we're going to be able to go tonight. Uh, also joining us is your co-host, uh, Hunter. Hi. <laughs> and, your, and your co-host, Spaz. Oh, I'm here. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so Here's folks, relative at the moment. <laughs> so, uh, folks, we... Um, we were supposed to have a guest tonight, uh, the developer of a space shooter that's coming out next week called Appaloon from, uh, what is this, Lost Astronaut Games? Yeah, Lost Astronaut Studios, excuse me. Their last game was Fringes of the Empire, uh, which came out uh, in 2015. It's still in early access, that one. Uh, the developer apparently wanted to create something a bit simpler. Uh, so we have this and he has to come on and we're like, sure. And now we don't know where the, now we don't know where they are. So they might show up later. We might not. I don't even know how long we can go tonight. Uh, because I don't know if you guys can hear but my voice. Whoo. Yeah. I had to, I had a little too good of a time the other night. Uh, and it still hasn't really recovered. Yeah. I sound terrible. Uh, oh, it's kind of not feeling great either. Um, so hi guys. How are you? <laughs> How are you guys doing? <laughs> I'm uh, uh, for at first. I thought you were asking the audience. I was like, I have well, you got them uh, too, them too. But also, you guys. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I've I've been busy with work and um playing games. Yeah, mostly been busy with work recently. I think have things been busy over there at Habitat for Humanity. Yeah, yeah. It's um. It's been it's been a growth spurt. Well, that's good though, right? I mean, that's 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 a really yes. good thing. It's it's a very that's a great that's one of the best charities around. Is that one? I think I I've I've worked I I used I worked with them for about about a dozen times over the years, and their people were always top notch. And you always felt like these are like you hear stories about like the Salvation Army and stuff and how they're not great, but like you never hear that about Habitat for Humanity. Um, so yeah, I have nothing but good things to say about them. So I'm really glad to hear that they're going through growth. That's wonderful. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, how about you, Spaz? Yeah, how you doing, Spaz? Oh, been uh. Continuing to play Genesis Alpha 1 and oh, EDF 5 and having a lot of fun. Uh, still still working on trying to get my next uh, Genesis uh, working, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Hey, Jim's here. Oh, hi, Jim. How you feeling? Um, yeah. You okay, man? Uh, I just woke up. Oh, we heard you were having we heard you were having migraines. If you're not feeling well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Our guest don't... didn't show, so yeah, uh, you yeah, you don't shit can it. Oh, we welcome to the podcast. Hi, everybody! <laughs> Shortest podcast ever, three minutes fifty five seconds. Uh, I did want to talk one real quick, Jim. If you want to stick around, I don't know how, about you guys, but. There have been like five or six space games that have come out in the past 
two weeks. We've had Battlefleet Gothic, uh, Genesis Alpha 1, Sunless Skies, uh, um, um, Arc Savior, Warbital. Uh, yeah, like five or six games just in the last week or two. How are people supposed to keep up with all this? Like, space game developers, can you just spread your releases out a little bit? <laughs> Maybe. Well, I know I know there was a sale. I know the lunar sales are going on right now, but could you just spread it out a little bit? To so- be, no, that's, to be that'd fair. Be like dev spreading. <laughs> <laughs> Microaggression. Oh. Um, to be fair, though, Sunless Skies, if I'm not mistaken... It, you know, it's it, it it technically went full release recently, but it's been in yeah. uh, early access though as an available oh. thing. Oh, sure, yeah, but like, you yeah. Know. So I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily say like I get like the official release notice, but like I think of those, that one's actually been kind of something that people have been able to play for a little while. Is like Battlefleet Gothic, for example. Like people are just now getting their hands on it and getting dirty with it. But yeah, yeah, as far as official releases, there's been a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot, and I mean, it's great. I mean, who would have thunk four or five years ago that we'd be getting all this stuff? But oh my god, and it's all good stuff so far. Like, like so so far, I was about to say, wait a minute. Well, no, I mean, Battlefleet Gothic has been fantastic. Uh, Sunless Skies, what I've played of it, is great. Arc Savior looks really great. Um, I've only played a little bit of that. Uh, Astroneer is coming out tomorrow, right? Isn't that dropping tomorrow? I mean, that hits 1.0 tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that well, sounds about right. Well, I bring that up is because, uh, Hunter, because I know a lot of people who will not buy early access games, like just flat out refuse. So 1.0 is a big deal for a lot of reasons. And we just found out Objects in Space, 1.0, March 1st. Oh, my God. Oh my god. That's like one of the games I'm most excited about. But oh my god, just trying to cover all this stuff. Like I don't have to, I, I have to like take three days off of work just to do this side job. I feel like I can't do that. Um so just I mean it's a good problem well, to have. It's a good problem to have. It's a gr- it's a great it's a, time a, to plug the merch, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, folks, we just recently opened a uh Oh god, Teespring store and uh buy a shirt. I got I still have to buy some stuff. I've been I'm going to buy Nicole a shirt and I'm going to buy me a shirt and I'm going to buy some stickers and maybe a mouse pad for work. Um yeah, I might get me I might get me a shirt here pretty soon. The the red ones look pretty swank, so I I'm like, thinking about getting them. I like the logo on the red. The red and the blue are surprisingly not they they go well with that orange color. I was really surprised yes. by that. Yeah, I was not. I was not sure about that, but I was really pleasantly surprised. So yeah, folks, we have a um, we have a store now, uh, and I'm I'm refreshing the tiers. Uh, within the next month, I'm going to be launching new Patreon tiers. So you have the one dollar, but then a five dollar you get stickers and stuff. Ten dollars you get a T-shirt, uh, and so on and so forth. Uh and we're going to have Patreon-only like chats, and we're going to have Patreon-only podcast topic suggestions. So we got we got ideas for things for the Patreon because uh, I, I, it's my fault. I've, I've been busy and a little lazy, and I got to get on my butt and fix that um, because 
there's an economic downturn coming. You know there is, and who the hell knows what's going to happen. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. Things yeah, are you can you can burn games to stay warm. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, those those. those <laughs> I, I do I do have a lot of CDs, but I don't know how. Well uh, honey, honey, throw another disc on the fire. <laughs> oh wait. Wait that wait wait that's the extra copy of Tie Fighter. That's all right. Go ahead. That's okay. You can throw that one. In the oh, that's, that's the floppy version of X Wing. I just throw that in there. <laughs> Why do I even have this Amiga floppy copy of Mega Fortress? You can throw that on the fire. That's fine. Just go throw that on the fire. Um, Mega Fortress was some cool stuff. Oh, I bought they, I bought that for the manual. I, I bought that for the manuals. Like I don't even play the game. I just love those manuals. That's why. That's why I have an Amiga copy of Mega Fortress. <laughs> Because I love having those printed manuals, baby. Just love it. Um, speaking of printed stuff, for my birthday, I got the Orville book. Do you guys know there's a, a book called The World of the Orville? The Art Man, book? how are they? Are they starting to lorify this show? Because if they are, that's amazing. The show act. The book actually talks a lot about the Union and the ship designs and everything. They are. They are See, horrifying. I, everybody was like, oh, it's going to be a spoof Trek show. Don't watch it. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, it could be interesting. And lo and behold, like, it's so it may have, like, bits of humor strung throughout it, but it's not just straight up dick and fart jokes. Like, it's, it's not. It's it's Star not. Trek can't have a good show because they're burdened with too much Star Trek. And I don't know about that, but, like, apparently. Have- the people who are making Discovery apparently don't give a well, crap about all that. And the rumor mill, the rumor mill is a buzz that there there is no word yet whether or not season three has been re- they've been renewed for a third <laughs> season on Discovery. Like oh, there's no. there's no word yay or nay yet. So if Discovery it, only had two seasons, it would be the short. It would be the second shortest Star Trek show after the animated series. But not the one I've watched the least of. <laughs> how funny would that be that only the animated series has less uh coverage <laughs> than discovery <laughs> now the tos had two seasons though three three, three. tos had three T- animated series had one and then next gen everything Voyager else had DS- like seven except for enterprise, Enter- enterprise had five yeah enterprise had five um but it was yeah for a while it was seven seven and seven like what <laughs> what is happening? Uh, I did I did find that interesting that three series in a row. It's like that's pretty impressive that they had three successful spinoff series that ran for seven seasons each. I think next gen and DS nine. I don't know about Voyager, but I think they could have done six and been just fine because those last seasons. I wonder. Uh, I wonder if Voyager they only had like one season planned and then they were like, Oh, <laughs> people like it. Oh shit. So kind of like Battlestar. <laughs> so kind of like Battlestar Galactica. Basically they only have, no, like, not yeah. the same. The Stop play. it. Both of you. It's like, <laughs> son of a bitch. We got renewed again. Come on. The well, that's what happened. That's what happened with uh, TNG. Right. Did you guys ever hear the whole thing with yeah. Patrick Stewart? Where yeah. They're like, ah, oh, just take the show. It's not going to last. And yeah. seven years later, he was, living, <laughs> he was living out of his, his hotel room for like half a year thinking it, I was going to go back soon. Uh, 
Folks, if you haven't on watched a, the um, five-year mission, folks, if you what? haven't watched the documentary called Chaos on the Bridge, it's on Netflix. Oh man, it's um, it's interesting. It's eye-opening, fascinating. actually. It's fascinating. Talks about the first two-ish, three seasons of Next Gen and how there's clearly a bump in quality between seasons one and two and three, and you learn like, oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense yeah, now. Definitely. Oh, I got. Yeah, I think. Um, I think. What was it like season two, and then they fired everybody? Well, they fired everyone in season one too. Like so many, yeah. the turnaround yeah, in seasons a lot of the one writers. and the, the turnaround seasons one and two were insane for a network television show. Apparently, well, the thing I think the thing with Voyager, you mentioned Voyager, and I and I I'll be the first one to admit Voyager definitely kind of had some rockiness to it. But just mm-hmm. like the other show, the later the seasons went on, I think the more interesting it got. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. I'm gonna watch Voyager at some point uh, because you know the Greatest Generation podcast. So that's what the, you know they're gonna do that next. After Probably. So, I think. I think. I think Voyager. I, I, I will. I'll actually say this in general. Most of the Trek shows always have really fantastic two parters, mm-hmm. and I think one of my favorite two parters in the Trek series has got to be in Voyager with uh, the year of hell part one and two. I've heard that's so really good. good. I've heard that's like Voyager. Oh, it is. Best. I've, I've heard that's the show at its best. Yeah. Yeah. It's got, uh, and it's got, you know, Trek, uh, that guy who, uh, played the president of the Federation in star Trek six. Kurtwood Smith. Uh, yeah. He, I um, love him. Played Red Foreman on, you yeah, know, Red the, Foreman. Uh, 70- yeah. Kirk is yeah, a dumbass. So he, he, play, yeah. <laughs> he plays he plays the main protagonist. No, oh. not the protagonist, but the antagonist. The antagonist. Yeah. Antagonist. Oh, ooh, ooh. He's uh, I I could watch him in anything. Ever since Robocop, yeah. I could watch him in and he's he's anything. good in, in this two parter. Oh yeah, I bet. he's really good. I bet he's great in like just about anything. Um I wonder if I wonder if we'll ever go to Orville conventions. I Wait. hope so. Oh, they're gonna I happen. Hope so. Excuse me, they're going to no, have honestly, the show, get, that should, the be, show that should be like that should be like the final episode of the show should just be like a convention <laughs> episode in, in character uh, where they've all like they you know, did their that mission's on Supernatural. Over, but now they but now they uh, attend conventions. They oh, hold on a second. Spoiler alert. Have you guys seen the episode with Bordis with a must? The latest episode? Yeah, we watched it last night. It was. It That's all I'm going to say. Borders with a mustache was freaking hysterical. Well, the whole episode was great. Um, because how many it was, times- but like, I yeah, fell on the floor great. laughing so hard. Like, it but, was like. I mean, <laughs> how many times on Next Gen did you want a normal day on the Enterprise episode? You know? And with this last episode, we got that again. Like, that was like the second or third time we've gotten that. It was nice. It's nice to spend time with these characters. You know? Are they going to, are they going to lower deck it? at some time i think the whole show is like a constant the, the whole deck. show is like that because they're not the enterprise they're not the flagship they're like they're they're really good at their jobs but they're not like it's still a weird ship you know <laughs> they're they're kind of like the oberth of the yeah uh yeah yeah i mean that's it's, that's kind of what they are it's it, it's kind of crazy but i like it oh yeah it works I got. Did you get the soundtrack today, Spaz? I got the soundtrack CD. Uh, mine hasn't arrived yet, but it should arrive this week. I think on Thursday uh, is when mine arrives. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm I'm holding it in my hand right now. I can't wait to rip it. Oh, I'm so excited. Um, 
But yeah, folks, if you haven't watched the Orville, it has a slight, a kind of a rocky start, but it gets so good. Uh, yeah, the 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 pilot um, does leave a little, yeah, to it's wanting. The, it's the but, weakest uh, episode. It's it's the weakest episode. Yeah, they they didn't take two seasons to figure it out. That's and that's the interesting thing because yeah. by the end of season one, you're like, all right, I am ready for more of this. Exactly. I'm ready to be in this world more with these people, you know, on this ship. I'm ready to just hang out with these folks, you know. Well, also consider how many alumni from other sci-fi series, including Trek, are already working both in front of the camera and behind the scenes. And right. all of the guest actors on the show. Oh, my Holy God. Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Ted so they've, they've the got a day. lot of they've got a lot going on uh, in order to not have to worry about the growing pains as much. Right. I mean, I think they got through it all by the end of the first season. They really did. I mean, I couldn't, well, believe, before the I couldn't believe Admiral Ted Danson the other week. Like, whoa, he's he's busy with the good place, but I guess he'll still show up. I mean, wow. <laughs> that was impressive. But yeah, the cameos alone on that show have been just, holy crap. <laughs> yeah, two shows and flossing. Oh, did yeah. you see the video where the guy was? Well, he did it on he did it on the show too. He did it on the uh, show. It was it was great. On that's what, another on great. Oh uh, no, on uh, the, good the good place. place, the good place. Yeah, he actually did um, it in front of Maya Rudolph, which was amazing. <laughs> I wonder if the show is going to get sued for appropriating the child's dance. I have no idea, but fo- yeah, folks, if you haven't watched the Orville, it's really good science fiction and. You can tell this season, like this, especially this latest episode, you can tell their budget's gone up because, like, how many shots of the ship going by are we going to get that are like, oh, super, and, the, and the shots are also way super more detailed. detailed. Like, I, yeah, I was I was noticing that I was like between season one and two, uh, someone got a pay raise or something. I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a quality I, improvement. Oh my god! This like the not even the ship, the special effects in general. Like visiting those two sons in the in the last episode. Like holy crap, it looks great. So uh, hopefully they'll make an Orville game at some point. It'll probably be a mobile game, but who knows? Um, but I can imagine there being um, Orville conventions eventually. Creation will probably want a slice of that because they you know what's own amazing. What you can bu- you can buy an Orville model kit. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm gonna get one eventually. That's pretty yeah. cool, though. Oh yeah, they 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 are slowly um, merchandising themselves a bit. Like I know that there are, um, I know, I have friends who are in cosplay and they're trying to cosplay the Orville, and there are suppliers that are already making Orville paraphernalia, like the the uh, the plastic things they wear on their shoulders, you know, for the ranks. There are folks mm. that are making. There are folks that are making those now. And and the shirt and the uniforms and everything, um, so yeah, it, it's definitely taking on life and it's great. And uh, it's funny you said a convention within the show because Supernatural did that in like their um, oh, yeah. sixth season, I think, six or seven season. Because there's this what they they went to a Supernatural convention in the yes show. they did because it's like Inception yeah well no here's the fu- here's the funny thing is um. There's a prophet of the Lord named Chuck, and his prophecies are the episodes of the show. So he wrote a book in the universe for every episode of the show. And so 
in the universe, there's a series of books called Supernatural. Uh, that, and so there are supernatural fans in the show, <laughs> and so there are supernatural conventions in Supernatural. It's the most meta thing. So meta. I think I've ever seen. It's it's pretty great. It it's 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 actually really great. Um, <laughs> AC Wraith, no spoilers, no supernatural spoilers. <laughs> But yes, you're absolutely right. Um, no, that was the 200th episode where they had a supernatural musical. Uh, <laughs> oh man, uh, you want to talk about 200 episodes? I think my favorite 200 episode, like spoof episode, has got to be Stargate, Stargate? SG One. That's actually like oh, one, yes. of the, one of the few episodes I've ever watched of Stargate. Uh, we had well, did you, so you saw the 200th episode? Yeah. Yeah, oh god, it was so good. It was so funny, and they did this like minor little Farscape riff, and like, like the joke there was so like for anyone who was like a fan, they all got it. Like, ah, oh, it yeah. was so. We had a party. We uh, we used to have uh, sci-fi watching parties. A bunch of friends and I back in the day, and so we had like thirty people in a room watching that episode. And when that joke that you just mentioned came on, like seventy, eighty percent of the room just died. <laughs> Like there are a few yeah. of us who hadn't seen Farscape, but the rest who had. Okay, you got me. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anything else you guys want to talk about, or should we just can this, can this, uh, can this thing after twenty minutes? <laughs> Listen, for all you guys that tuned in, thanks for the support. Sorry, yeah. we really didn't have a guest for y'all. We we don't know. And and my voice is going. My throat's getting more sore, so we probably have to cut this. And even confirmed what, earlier today. Yeah, I I mean he he's he made like yeah, what's well, a bunch of it, tweets. It might be about he it. was still thinking it was at eight thirty instead of eight. And I no, he accepted the calendar invite, which uh, had the time on it as fifteen minutes before our start time. So yeah, know. but I accepted a calendar invite for noon one day. That was is that through. Was that through Trello or through Google Calendar? Yeah, now it's Trello. Oh, see, no, I use but, Google yeah, Calendar for. Yeah, I use Google Calendar. Now he did for post an announcement. He posted Several. an announcement uh, that he would be. Oh well, the Steam announcement is what I'm referring to, but the date on it is next week. Oh, I. Oh, I so there may that. have been some I, misunderstanding on I on his part. I'm him. guessing that maybe. I well, did him. we have a I, guest for next week? We do. Because we uh, do now. We, wow. No, we do. Uh, we're welcoming back Brendan Anthony, the developer of Rodina, to uh, to talk about how far that game has come. If you guys haven't played Rodina, it's amazing. And the, the, the things he's been able to add to it, like when that game first came out in early access a few years ago now, uh, it was basically just fly to a plant, land, get some stuff, and leave. You know, or not even fly to a planet, fly to an asteroid, pick up a few crates, and then get some clues and leave. Now it's like certain asteroids can have like Xeno hideouts, and you go down there and you kill – it's a first-person shooter all of a sudden, and you kill a bunch of Xenos, and you take some more stuff for your ship, and you get rockets for your gun and missiles for your ship, and you slowly upgrade your ship as you go further in system uh, so you can deal with the actual planets that are just surrounded by badness. Um, it's a really incredible game made by this one guy. Um, 
But he has uh, he has uh, he worked on Oblivion and other games, so he has he has the credentials. But uh, so that's who we're talking to next week. So and and it's on the calendar on my on the Space Game Junkie calendar that Rodina is next week, and uh, oh, a week after that, I'm really excited because we're going to talk to the guy who's making Star Sector for the first time. I'm really excited about that. For the first time. <laughs> um, so we'll meet again for the first time for the last time? <laughs> yes. So we got time. some good, we have good guests coming up, but I'm... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, look at the promenade. What's going on? Oh. My. God. What's happening? Oh, oh my God. Look at the promenade. Oh my God. What? Oh my God. Oh, so it looks corks like here. Hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> corks bar. Told you, um, 8.30. Move, is, move it up that, a half hour. And, you know, that is not the, the time. World. That is, uh, that is not the time. Oh my God. Okay. Uh, folks, um, we're going to give it a couple minutes. Um, so we should just, we should just like shut it down, and then in about four minutes start up again and be like, "Welcome to part Space two. <laughs> this no. is one of those behind the scenes Patreon things. So uh, <laughs> for those listening live, they're getting like an exclusive, and then we'll just put this up on Patreon paywall for everybody else. We usually even post this on YouTube after this. I don't That's know if I, I don't know if I want to do that because there's a lot of cursing and 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 shit talking in those in those awful ah, times. Fuck it. <laughs> and <laughs> and you know I don't want that getting out. There goes your monetization. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <my> monetization. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Brian. <laughs> We've lost the synergy. Uh, I'll have to. <laughs> we'll have to loop back in a week or two. And uh, find the crux, or whatever business speak people say. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I think I'm here. Oh, hey, how's that? We can hear you. Hey, good. I, it's a nice mic. It should be okay. Well, welcome. Uh, I, I, I. Uh, um. All right. Yeah. Well. All right, is Brian. Every, is everything all right? <laughs> yeah. All right, just making sure because we started half an hour ago. Oh, I thought it was at at five thirty. No. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, I'm here. Uh, yeah. Oh man. Okay. Uh, well, you you missed a great chat about the Orville, and uh, I. What happened to that show? Is it still on the air? Yeah, it's in second season right now. Uh, hasn't that been a while? No. No, oh. no, 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 no. You might be thinking of something. I feel like I saw it already. I don't know, though. Nope. All right. Well, it's so, a good show. No, right. Sorry for the delay. That's okay. So, um, got to ask you about this game, Appaloon. Is that how I'm, you say it? Appaloon? That's how I say it. I don't know how it's said. It's like Apogee, but okay. it's Appaloon. First off, yeah. please tell folks your name. My name is Herb Gilliland, and I am the uh, designer, developer, one-man band of Lost Astronaut Studios. Uh, now, a few and, years ago... Okay, go ahead. Yeah. 
Well, I just want to say one thing. I just opened the mail and I do have my DBA now. So it's, it's something other than just a made up company. It, it has at least a DBA. So it's what's, a sole proprietorship, but what's a know, DBA? Gotta, what's a DBA doing business as it's a, it's a step toward, you can like give out shares of it, but it's not really a company. And basically just, it's, I don't know. It's, it's, a it's, a it's what it is. I don't know. It's it's a step towards that. I it, I can't make a company out of it. I mean, I'm not going to hire people. And since I, you know, I'm like most indies, I make like nothing uh, mm-hmm. for my game. So I, I'm hoping this one's different. But uh, uh, so, there's, you know, whatever. But it's a way to like show that you're trying to do business and you're supposed to do it if you have even a website. But, uh, you know, I don't know. Whatever. I was like a hundred bucks. I have. It. Yeah, I know. I mean, you know, you I don't know. have to, but. It's something. Okay. So a few years ago, you released a game called Fringes of the Empire. Um, and it's yeah. still in early access. What happened there? Well, um, well, it's still in early access. It is. It is. Are <laughs> it was you pretty early a couple of years ago. Uh, Are you still working on it? Um, well, uh, uh, boy, there's no nice way to say this. Appaloon is my this so uh the development time on Appaloon was uh very short partly because mm-hmm. I am cannibalizing the 11 or 12 years of work on the first two games that just have not worked out uh it's not that I've given up on fringes but I think I always reach a little bit too far and then mm. I'm sort of waiting uh, for it well for one a friend of mine tried to run it. it it wouldn't even start on his computer and i began to realize that you know this was supposed to be something pretty accessible and yet it seems that i've once again added too many features and sort of layered on too much stuff and so i i actually thought of uh alien pickle jim uh you're in my head uh you were in my head a couple like maybe five weeks ago and i was like remembering from the podcast 134 uh you had said does it always have to be epic and i thought yeah it does but maybe i can do something real quick and and so it's just out of a need to get a game together that was at least playable and fun and and get it out as fast as possible. So that's that's what Appaloon is, sort of. It's a little more than that, but that that is what happened to Fringes. Fringes isn't dead, but it's not okay. priority. Right. I like Fringes, though. Oh, that's, Talk that's more about it. I've not played it in a while, I'll be honest. Um, well, I remember you had a good time, but you couldn't stream it. Oh, and. Yeah. Is that what and, happened? Because I, I, I saw that I didn't have video of it and I was like, that's weird. I don't even have a preview of it. Um but so I couldn't pick I it up. Oh, I'll have to try it again. I tell um, you what, um so one thing that had happened was I had when I had last been on that podcast, I was talking about how I wanted to get away from Game Maker and move it into my own engine. Uh, and I actually have done a lot, and if you haven't looked at it I did tell you at one point never not to play it yet uh, randomly <laughs> one day. Uh, but uh, no, I, I, I think you could take a look at it and I'd love to hear your feedback on it at some point 
Um, All right. <laughs> so, you know. All right. That'd be cool. But Appaloon is a far simpler thing. Uh, now, tell I'm. I have to admit, I have played about uh, forty minutes of the game. Okay. And I have to admit, I'm not sure what's happening. Like I keep okay. shooting. Th- I keep shooting things. Right. Is now is there is there more to it than that? Is there like a progression system? Is there? How uh, many kills did you get? I I think my highest was eighty one. Okay. Um, all right. Well, um, so I actually promised a lot of things to be revealed today uh, in tweets. And, and in my mind, I thought I would save a couple of things. So there's a couple of uh, Easter eggs in there specifically for Space Game Junkie. Oh, OK. And we'll talk about that. But um, so so I Appaloon. So I, I think part of it is before I was working on Appaloon, I wanted to make a um, like a like something that's not spaces, space and science fiction. But of course, I've spent 13 years developing all these different space and science fiction like features for the various games that I work on. Uh, Fringes being one, Empire in the Sky, a, a game that you can't even see on Steam anymore. Uh, and uh, I, I made Dishwasher, which is this puzzle game that has like no value, but it, it's funny. It's just funny. It's a joke game. It's only a dollar anyway. But. Uh, when I started into Appaloon, like I love roguelikes and mm-hmm. fringes was like a nice guy game. Like you didn't, you can't even die in fringes. In fact, the thing that is wait, what fringes is waiting on is combat. And, uh, because of some other technical difficulties, I, I just, and the fact that I got a job right when I got to that point and have been pretty busy with my, my, uh, day job, um, I did not, I have not yet added, uh, combat and I have, uh, I have a vision for combat and I know what it'll be. Uh, if you were to play fringes now, uh, when you get towards the end of the game, uh, because the game lasts, it's very, it's not done yet, but there's a little bit of a, okay. So in fringes, you currently can, first of all, anybody can make their own campaign, I believe. And there's lots of editors and there's lots of stuff in the game. But as far as the game play, uh, you basically go through a few. It's kind of like the beginning sequence to a game, like where you learn about all the controls in a way. And then you get to the other star system. So you actually leave the star system. And when you're there, some of the collision was starting to be worked on. So you arrive in a another star system that has like junk lying around that you bump in and space traffic that beeps at you. And, and that was sort of where it was left, but it, it does not have shooting. So Appaloon was like, well, you know, I have spent so long, like everything in fringes takes hours uh, to work on because of all the layering and all of the ideas that are already present in it. Uh, and the file formats and the save games, all of these features add layers. And so Appaloon is a game that does not have layers like that. It does not have save games. It does not have, it has roguelike qualities. Uh, all of the ships are randomly generated. They all shoot. It's a little minimalistic. They all shoot the same way, but there is a progression. Uh, okay. And it's a score based game. So if you get, 
and it's a skill based game. So if you get a good score, that is your accomplishment because you will die. There is no ultimate win scenario. You will die and then you will get a score. And I hope that that catches on and that people will play the game and compete against their own score, compete maybe against other people's scores, uh, leaderboards and things like that. I don't, I'm not sure if they're fully working, but they are intended to be working. Uh, just to clarify, we are launching tomorrow, but it's a soft launch while I test leaderboards uh, until the 13th. So I'm hoping to get that feature going because I think that's a lot about what the game has to offer. It's casual. It doesn't require like infringes. You're talking to people. You're picking up items. You're you're in different views. You have you you like get out of the. Sh- you start off outside of the ship. You then discover your ship. Then you have to go and and go to other planets. And then you have to go finally to another solar system and experience all of that. And there's so much more going on. And some of it is high quality, and some of it needs a little more work. But in Apolloon, it's just the basic raw experience of fighting. Um, now over the past two weeks since, uh, or maybe a week, whenever we talked originally about this, this podcast, um, I have actually gone a little bit further and added a lot of new features, uh, to the game that allow you to play with another person. Again, thinking of Jim's commentary, you know, just giving me one guy. So two guys can enjoy it together. And I played that with another person for the first time on Sunday. And that actually, I felt that that worked out pretty well. Have you tried that at all? Are you aware of that feature, that that true second player feature? Is that where, um, is that where, because um, you, the contr- I, I do want to talk about the controls. So you have the WASD and the yes. arrow key. You have and the arrow keys. Right. Is one is one is one person supposed to do WASD and the other do the arrow keys? Is that so? It's funny with Steam launches. Because you have to have everything ready when you go to get approval. And I wanted to get this available um, in time for this podcast and also in time for the sale. And I kind of missed the mark. I wanted to come in three days before the sale, but instead I'm coming in a a day after or whatever. Uh, But um, at that time, to to try to get co-op... Well, initially I thought the minimal version of that is, is, yes, sharing a keyboard. I had just played Star Control's new version, whatever it's called, Origins. Mm. And I was like thinking back to the original Star Control because this game is like it, but not. And thinking about how I could bring that back. That actually has a lot to do with why I chose to do this game as well, because I missed the 2D version uh, from after playing Origins. But the idea was, yeah, you could sit there with somebody and one person could be the gunner and the other person could be uh, the navigator, but I, I took a little bit of an ambitious turn last week and decided I'm going to add a true second player and you can actually, uh, hit the Y or U keys, or you can load up the second player controller, uh, settings that are in steam. The controller does work, uh, including generic USB controllers do work. Uh, if you use the steam input profiles that are available and recommended, uh, and those, uh, will allow you to either play as a single player yourself playing as the ship or playing as both the astronaut character and the ship, which is the second player character, or allowing somebody to use the keyboard as the ship and then the astronaut will be played by uh, whoever is using the controller. 
So yeah. when you hit the U or Y key, you, you get to eject from the ship and then the second player. And this only happens during the first uh, generation, we'll call it. It's not really a level. It's a generation. So within the thir- first 30 kills, if you hit the Y or U key, it switches into second player mode and allows a second player or yourself as the controller to control the two uh, pucks, if you will. So is there anything in here that's supposed to tell you that? It's in the readme. And in the uh, store description. Is it? This game is, um, I mean... Yeah, no, I mean it's minimal. <laughs> you have to read the docs, or uh, or you have to listen to this podcast. It's actually all about this podcast because the people who listen to this podcast are going to learn the cheat codes, and they're going to learn that there is a second player. Uh, maybe I could add some text to the game, but the problem with that is that um, I'm trying to actually expand out of just English speaking countries as well without having to do too much work. So I'm hoping that by keeping, I have a couple of translators for the readme, but to do it in the game, I have really no good way to detect the language yet. Uh, so, uh, you know, there's two buttons that are written and then the score is in a certain, is in, it's all in English. But uh, uh, if you read the readme or if you experiment and hit the key, uh, it will happen. Um, oh. Or if you read the store page. I didn't. This I just didn't, happened, so I'm not surprised you guys didn't know about it. Yeah, no, I was I was using the the Wasid and the the cursor keys to turn and and shoot. Uh, so that's that's how I thought it, it worked. <laughs> is is there a way to see? Is there a screen? Is there a way to see? Or is this audio only? Uh, well, I recorded about 20 minutes of me playing the game. Uh, okay, which is streaming in the background of us chatting. Okay. Um, so that'll be on YouTube and Twitch and everything. Um, okay, I guess I imagined it would be a little more live in that way. But I was hoping oh, that... No, we used to do that, but that turned out to be really distracting for pretty much Right, everyone. okay. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Um, well, here, let me tell you the cheat codes, and uh, you can experiment with them later. And it's better because they have to listen to the, the podcast to hear this information and not just look at the game and then move on. So that's fine. Um, so when you're in the main, so there's a cheat option in the, in the startup, right? Like right. you hit play right. and there's all those different options. Um, and in fact, if you read the read me, it tells you how to go about even changing the resolution to other resolutions and, and things like that. Uh, but if you choose a cheat mode, like cheaters paradise or any of the other cheat modes, uh, and then you're in the main menu before you hit play, if you hold down S, G, and J at the same time, uh, then Brian's voice comes on and says, welcome to the Space Game Junkie podcast. <laughs> and that activates uh, one of the cheats. And then if you hit um, Hunter, H-U-N-T-E-R, all at the same time, holding all of those keys, uh, that's another. And then there's a gym one, which is Alien. You hold Alien down. Um, and finally spaz. So there's four cheats. Um, I actually only can tell you exactly what spaz does right now. I'll have to look up what the other ones do. Uh, and if you do all four cheats, you get an achievement. There are actually four or five cheat achievements that you can only get when cheating. Otherwise you can't get the regular (laughs) achievements. 
So uh, something yeah, to look forward to. And, you know, if you do edit this for YouTube, maybe you can uh, add that, tack that on at the end or something if you try that out. So Herbert. Oh, we, we don't edit. Everything's live. Oh, everything's <laughs> live. Okay. okay. Uh, well, yeah. you know, whatever. Fuck so it, we the do it previous live. game, the previous game you made in, uh, in uh, what engine? Those game maker studio well, i had started in my own and then i be fringes was initially developing game maker with a hope that that would help things but uh yeah i don't know i've, I've cut them off the tree so okay because i because i remember a show we talked to somebody um and uh it devolved into a conversation about about uh muds and stuff and was that you that we were talking to because it because yeah. they were using game maker but then ran the thing out like basically filled game maker up couldn't add any more content to it because yep that's me okay mm-hmm. all right yep anti art and all that yeah yeah um yes <laughs> um briefly by the way uh sorry that's uh i don't want to get off topic of those cheat codes for those who are going to listen to it for this reason uh, spaz actually is the one cheat code that allows you to, uh, uh, heal when you kill. So you, you heal yeah. a little bit when you kill. Um, and I think, uh, so, actually so I, much like when spaz bans people and yet feels good about it. So. Something like <laughs> It's completely fulfilling. It's um, life affirming. It refills his life bar. Um, so, so to expound upon that slightly, there's only a few more things about the cheats. So after you've done the – what the SGJ and the Hunter and the Alien do is they activate keys that are around the number pad. So if you hit the uh, de- uh, delete key on the number pad, the plus sign, the asterisk, uh, possibly one of these keys, maybe the divide or the minus, uh, they're on the outskirts of that area of the keyboard. Uh, they will change your kill count to specific numbers that trigger some of the evolutions of your ship that give you better weapons. Oh, um, and so there is progression. It, yeah, there's definitely progression. And if you hit the plus sign a lot, uh, that will each time you hit the plus sign, it will put you ahead one level of generation, but it won't necessarily improve your ship. It just moves you forward a generation. So you'd be in a different, uh, I guess when you do that, you hyperspace to another place, but it, you know, to get back to that progression thing, you know, you only got the 80, but you may have felt very subtly that things had been changing at that point. Yeah, there were, uh, I think when I hit 50 or 75, like something blinked and the ships got bigger and a little bit tougher and they moved a little faster. Um, so, yeah, something definitely happened at a certain uh, score uh, where... Uh, I, yeah. I definitely, I definitely yeah. noticed it. I definitely noticed it. I'm, so, I'm just stoked that I get to be not only a secret cheat code, but one that triggers somebody so hard that they evolve to their next form. Yeah. Oh, these cheats are ridiculous! Wow. Are you, are you trying them out? Are you playing it? Yes. It kind of changes the game a lot. Oh, yeah, cool. no, definitely. And, and it won't record your leaderboard. It, it actually doesn't record your leaderboard. So, well, that's not fun. Or you're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Am I, though? <laughs> well, you know, you do get a couple of achievements, I think. So, you're using your own name to cheat. Is it cheating? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe. I literally heard Brian introduce all of us like it was a show. That was kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, isn't that cool? 
I hope you guys don't mind. I mean, I didn't like no. don't DMCA me or anything. <laughs> no, no, no. I, that's that's very flattering. Thank you. I'm glad. I think it's been done before. Actually, I think I saw someone had given you something like that before. So somehow I have a score of 584. Okay. <laughs> oh, so you've got the crazy triple weapon or something? The triple threat. Um, yeah, it looks like more like a quadruple threat, but that's cool. Yeah, no, it really gets a lot better later on. You have to. The slow part is for those who aren't very good at it, so that they don't feel that they've been cheated out of a game that they paid for. Actually, <laughs> so ship's 30, the size of like an escape pod, so you can't even hit it. Oh yeah, that that's the other thing that that creates a um a handicap. So the you get a random ship at the beginning, and it can be of varying sizes, and that creates a handicap that affects your score. Uh, definitely. So uh, uh, it's it's all kind of factored in in its own way um but uh there are evolution this is like the i want this to be a series and this is the first of the series so if people like this game if they want to see more of this game and more evolutions of this game then they need to buy it because uh it's so it can be very difficult as an indie developer when you sell hundreds of units over years and if this game would do well i would definitely make an appaloon 2 that had network play Oh. Um, and I would definitely add maybe other weapons and other effects that are going that could go on, and um, so it's all about the community. If 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 someone out there can, you know, sees a game that doesn't have everything they want, um, you know, engage with me and 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 buy the game and support it, and and that'll get me interested in making a sequel. What is the pro- okay? What's, what's, now I'm killing sorry. stuff before it even gets on the screen. This is ridiculous. <laughs> That's a key aspect of the game. Uh, in earlier <laughs> levels, you can spin and, and fire a, a spiral, and you can hear that they're being hit. And uh, that's that's actually a, a tip that I that you can do that cheating or not. Um, yeah, actually, I think my score is going down now. That's fun. <laughs> so the more you miss, the more your score gets affected by missing. So your accuracy affects your outcome. Oh, really? So. Okay, so I shouldn't machine gun my my bullets all over the place. I need to try and be accurate. Well, you got to rope it in as much as you can, but let's be honest. (laughs) For some reason, I can't get above like 36,000. I don't know why. I just can't beat that. So 36,000. Yeah, I get the 36,000 points and then that's it. Uh, I'd love to hear if somebody got to 3,000 kills. That would be... Uh, I can't achieve it myself, but there is a reward at 3,000 kills, and that's actually the last reward. Um, so, dear lord, <laughs> yeah, I, I felt like a, I felt like I had an achievement getting 80, 81 or whatever it was. Uh, well, it almost puts you to sleep in the beginning after a while, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I figured the okay, so I only used the keyboard because I didn't know I could set up the um. It's better on the keyboard, but yeah. I didn't know I could set up the gamepad because I have that Steam thing turned off because then it ruins gamepad control for another game that I play. Um, Absolutely. It's horrible. So, yep. It's, it's not great. So um, some people like it, though. Someone said uh, AC Ra- my, our buddy AC Wraith on Twitch said it lets him use a PS1 DualShock with a USB adapter. So hey. It does great stuff, but it like I'll hit the start button on my uh controller and the windows start menu uh, opens oh, what is that oh jeez, yeah. come on guys anyway <laughs> but uh 
I was thinking because I was using the key the keyboard. It's a little weird. I'm going to admit. Uh, I was thinking the the breaks between ships were like to give your give your hands a rest. That's what I thought it was. It is. Oh, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. That makes a lot more sense um, now. Like, oh, I can pull back. And I mean, in the beginning, later, there's there's always I, I there are rests in there, planned rests because because I've played this game like 55 times at this point, like like through as far as I can for hours and hours testing it. Because there's, you can test and you know it works by using the cheat codes because that's why they're in there. But then in addition to that, if you get to a point in the, you know, you just get to a point where you need to know that it works when it's actually being played for hours. And so as I, I've played for hours and it, it's still, the astronaut threw in some craziness because it does have that tube and the tube uses box TD and box TD has caused issues with crashes before, but I was able to play it for a good, uh, maybe 40 minutes with a friend before he died killing me. And, uh, Oh, so there's friendly yeah. fire in the game. No. Um, when you activate the second player, you, the second player is an astronaut who is tethered to your ship and he doesn't actually take damage, but he can shoot. And he, he can't really control himself. He just sort of flails around, <laughs> but he can aim. It's actually quite funny. Uh, there's a If you go on my Twitter and like scan through, there's like... Or actually, I'll put it in the chat, but uh, I have a gif of that. But um, anyway, it's, uh, uh, it's a lot of fun to play with your friend because he's controlling... You know, In this case, he was controlling the main ship, so he has to dodge. That's his job. Oh, I also added a dodge attack. Uh, I think Hunter was playing at 100. Did you hit double tap WASD or anything? No, but I am uh, trying to find the achievements, and it's not letting me look them up right now. Is that because it's not officially out yet? Well, yeah, I wouldn't be live yet. Maybe. Right. I would- yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the achievements page on Steam doesn't go live until the the store page is actually live and people can buy it. Hmm. Uh, well, I see yeah. it on my account. Well, no, I see, I can see achievements, but like if I try to go to the actual achievements, like for the game that I, it takes me just to my profile. But yeah. that's because of what Spaz just said. No, it's actually, I, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, I think Spaz is onto something, but from what I've read, that's a bug that everybody experiences with achievements. And it's something that happens with with the uh, with games that have not officially been released when they are in closed beta testing, but there's still a, a Steam API available. Huh. That will be the case. Yeah. Okay. Because I've read a thread on Steam that suggests something else, but maybe we'll see. We'll find out. Uh, I I believe that could be true. So. Um. But uh, the achievements. Um. I mean, I can tell you what they are, but. Uh, um, why ruin it? <laughs> you have to have something to work for. But uh, yeah, three thousands, three thousands it. But you got to get a higher score. That uh, that's the incentive after three thousand is a higher score or a longer survival time. My my record is thirty eight minutes. So if you can beat that, wow, that's not bad. Yeah, because it definitely well, it takes eight faster. minutes to get to where you were at, Brian. Um, but I think you played an earlier version of the game where it took 22 minutes. So, uh, oh. it's now down to like eight or nine minutes to get to about a hundred kills. Oh, I had to cool. speed that up. 
Oh, yeah. so is that not on Steam yet? Is that what happened? Is that no? Nope, that's live. I, well, I'm not sure when you played, or maybe you just I played. I played today. This was from Luck of the Draw. Today. Then must be. Yeah, this was earlier today. <laughs> it, there is a random factor, you know. So right. what what size did you play at? What size? 4K resolution. Hey, that's a personal question. Uh, hey, um, yeah, yeah, my my main monitor is 1440. That's what I was playing. Oh, at. really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. So the size of your resolution does affect the game. Look, what? it's not about the size of the resolution. It's about- <laughs> Wait. Well, that's why there's lo-fi mode. <laughs> there's a lo-fi mode? <laughs> yeah, lo-fi mode does 720p. And if you want to hack the launch codes, if you go to the README, it tells you the launch options that you can put into Steam to launch oh. it even as small as like 320 by 240. Wow. But it's it's going to be harder to play at that <laughs> that size. You won't be able to read the score. But so, prepare so to squint. You're going to do yeah. a soft launch tomorrow. What uh, what price are we talking about? It's seven dollars. Oh, that's that's and quite, it's eleven percent off. That's quite an impulse territory. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a good price for a game that sounds like it has a bunch to it. Uh, I would have made it five bucks, but I felt like. I just valued it too much to put it at five bucks. You know, we talked we talked about that recently where we'll see games now that are like one dollar, two dollars. We're like, why is it only a dollar? Why is it ninety nine cents? It must be some kind of asset flip. But then you see something that's like six ninety nine, you're like, Oh, that's an actual game. <laughs> well, I paid I think I what did I get yesterday? I got I got vermin tied for twelve dollars, but uh <laughs> Nice. You know, that wasn't bad. But, uh, yeah. you know, you get a deal sometimes. But the, the, the new game, the game today is getting the game at the best price possible. That's the ultimate game. That is, that is the best. Yeah, <laughs> it does hurt. The, it hurts the little guy. But I, uh, I know. But we only have it so also much gouges the money. big guy. We only have so much time and money. You know? There's too many games. Too There's, many games. Oh, yeah. There are totally too many games. So. We probably have to start wrapping up because I am losing my voice. <laughs> if you oh, I'm sorry. No, well, I, I wanted to. What? I wanted to to talk to you about the next game. Oh, because go ahead. Let's let's do that and then wrap up. So I knew this was not your cup of tea, maybe. Mm. And I, I kind of for a while have wanted to make something like a four X that's not a four X. And. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, there's a several polls on my Twitter profile, LA, LA Game Studio on Twitter. And, uh, you know, anybody who listens to this, please come for the next six days after February, uh, what is it, 5th, and uh, vote on what the title should be. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's going to be a – so, I again, I'm, I'm trying to reuse these – things that i have in in fringes and make games out of the individual parts because i this was like i can draw a ship and i can make a quick little ship game and it can be fun and i can then spend some weeks you know honing it uh to a point where it has you know some neat features and this next thing is going to be i'm going to make yet another casual sort of game where uh you are basically a colonial colonizer of planets there's no flying around in this. Like I'm, I'm just going to eliminate that from the game, but um, ships will arrive at your planet and 
you can build a colony on your planet. That's sort of the direction I'm headed in. So, oh, that sounds fun. I mean, I have you in mind while I'm. I'll, I'll have you in mind while I'm working. I, I haven't really started it yet, but I. That's fine. We love four X games around here, and there are good. I mean, there there's been a glut of them. Well, there was a year or two ago, but now it seems to have slowed down. But trying to find something different in that space is always welcome. You know, because Stellar Monarch. What do you think? Oh, Great love name. It. Love it. Love that game. Okay. Stellar Monarch, uh, Alliance of the Sacred Sons looks like it's going to be great. Um, cool. What's the one we talked about a couple weeks ago? Was it Star? Oh, it was the other Crusader Kings in space. What was that? Like from two? <laughs> Star so, Ruler? No, 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 no. That's a good one. But um, hang on. All right. It's like Star Crusader. Do you, any of you guys remember the name of that game? I I do until you asked. <laughs> God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> Star Dynasties. Well, uh, Star, Star Dynasties. Dynasty. Oh, that's bad because one of the one of the one of the titles that you can possibly pick on my poll is Dynasty Star, uh, which is you know there's very there similar. Are, there are only so many words you could use for a game for a title for a thing so. Yeah, and no, I hear it. There's like 55 different Galactic Empires games. Oh, I, I got it. Void Dynasty. Void. <laughs> oh, see, I, okay, okay. Yeah, I yeah the, the number naughty. of space games with Void in the I title. I was say not to use Void, but all right, why not? We got another Void. No, just Dynasty Star. That's good. That's good. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Well, let me ask you guys was a couple of things. I'm going to make it, I'm going to try to make it multiplayer in some respect so that you guys okay. can enjoy it together. I know that that's something that Jim likes and, <sighs> you know, I know you all Sorry. like it, so <laughs> hopefully you'll play, compare, compare colonies, whatever it is that happens. Because I again combat, like it's not you're not fighting, so I don't know. But well, you know, I want to add games, combat. A lot of games focus too much on combat. There aren't enough games that focus on diplomacy or espionage. Those are like yeah. Weakest. What happened to Sim City? I mean, that became City Skylines, but. You know, it's it's like that kind of a game. There's not a lot of innovation in that space. Yeah. Like what happened to Imperium Galactica, where it was like a city builder and a forex. You know? That's right. That's those right. Were, those were amazing. Oh man, what was, what was that? Um, it was like sky uh, sky out of reach or something. It was Chris Park was working on before he abandoned that and went back to just oh. the AI work. Oh, fudge, yeah, no. That wasn't even a space game. It was like a science fiction city builder. Yeah, oh, and, well, and that's what made me think about it. We were talking about, like, 4X yeah. city building. Damn like, it, that stuff. Let me look. I can find wow. it. Curium Galactica, it looks great. Oh, those games are wonderful. Yeah, neat. I think yeah. it's funny that the, the Steam documentation has DOSBox in it now. They're like, how, how to launch a game in DOSBox? Oh. All right, so let me throw out some names, and you tell me if you like them or not. Does that sound good? Yeah. Okay. Um, I really like Stellar Monarch. I thought that was a really great name, so I came up with Galaxy King. All right. Ooh. Okay. All right, medium there. Okay. Mm. Uh, I used a generator to generate Star Raid. Hmm. Hmm. All right. It's All like right. How, it's how about little- this? What if you build in a generator and it actually randomizes the game's <laughs> title every time you launch it? You can't do that. Hard to market. 
How are you going yeah, to put that on Steam? How are you going to put that on Steam? All right, the one I came up with myself, Astro Realms. Actually, I think that came from Ooh. the generator as well. But that's I a like good that one. one. That's a good one. Astro Realms. Good one. Okay. That could be a lot of different have... things. That could be a shooter. Yeah, that you... could be a 4X game. That could cover a lot of ground. It could be like a Windjammer. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Star Jammer. Sorry, Star Jammer. Um, uh, Star Base. I don't know if there is a game called that. I don't know. I don't think there is. Wow. Yeah. That's, that would be a, that would be an oversight if there wasn't a game called Starbase. Called Starbase. Yeah, I know. That seems and, like and really obvious. Yeah, why wouldn't you have uh like that but they would have to be about a Starbase and I'm looking to not really focus entirely on the Starbase. So I'm not really sure if that But anyway, okay. Uh Starscape or Astroscape? Starscape's not bad. Okay. Starscape's actually already taken. Let's find out. Is, is it Starscape? I think so. Uh, yep, it is. Okay, moving on. It's Astroscape. Oh, it's, yeah. it's too similar. And I feel bad about putting Astro in the title because there's other games that I have that are like called Astro that I don't like, and I don't want to be well, among them. Well, there was that uh, that the Astro Realm. I think that was probably the best one so far. Astro Realms. Okay, you like yeah, that one. I think that's the best um, one so far. Chronicles of the Universe. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Maybe it's Astro Realms Chronicles of the Universe. Hey. <laughs> I don't know, Brian. I actually like put that. Your, put on your SEO hat. Let's talk about <laughs> words. Like, like what words are searchable? I'm not doing keyword research on a on a video game title right now. No, there's rapid tags. I don't need that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just like in general, keyword stuff, right? Like if if people search for because you want a name that says, "Hey, this is a, this is a space game," but you also don't want something that's going to be common enough that when you search for it, you get a bajillion things that are not. Well, right. I think if I put Astro Realms Chronicles of the Universe, the the police would show up. Have you guys ever seen the the police? The what? No, but I like the band the the. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Well, the the police uh, go around Steam flagging games that have the word the in them, in their titles. What? Yeah, what? the the police. Uh, Stella Colonium. Which is actually Latin for stellar colony. Okay, I you say that to me, and all I think is that old movie clip of someone yelling "Stella, Stella." Yeah, all that's, right. that's all I think of with that one. Uh, there's only a few more. Um, right. Galactic Empire, which was a game in 1980 and 1990. Mm. Uh, I feel like I could get away with that. Mm, that's mm, mm. Yeah, all right. Mm. Stellar. Stellar Empires, a win 3.1 game by a guy who's probably not in business anymore. Maybe I could take that title. I don't know. Uh, that, that, that's right. a possibility, that one. It doesn't really? You like Stellar Empires? Yeah. It's a good name. You like want to play it. You know, I would. I would. I'd play that. Unfortunately, it's like a text-based game, and it's kind of like Minesweeper. But, you know. Oh. Uh, Exo Colony. Exo EXO colony? EXO colony, yeah. That might be the best one yet, I think. All right. I'm gonna write that down. All right. We've got two votes from Brian here. Astro Realms and Exo Colony. How about Astro Realms the Exo Colony? No. I'm just No. <laughs> no. Don't do it. Uh 
that's about it. I mean, the other games right. are, yeah, can't do the rest. Struggle for the Galactic Empire version 2.0 is a card game <laughs> that I could, you know, make a video game of. Oh, professional Galactic Empires. Oh, I forgot this one. This one's great. Galactic Express. But then there is a Galaxy Express manga. So, mm. and Galactic and Express needs to be that railroad tycoon in space game. That's, that that's what I'm like. hoping for with that. Oh, yeah. Galactic. Okay. That might not Maybe be. Maybe I'll just that, get that. It yeah, sounds like a delivery. It sounds like a delivery game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, we got to wrap it up. I'm totally losing my voice. Uh, but I want to thank you for coming on and talking about uh, Appaloon. So, folks, this is going uh, to launch. It's going to have a soft launch tomorrow on the 6th. Uh, and uh, it's going to be $7. Uh, but it's on sale during the um, – oh, and Happy Lunar New Year, everyone, by the way. It's going to be oh, on sale during the, well, uh, yeah. the Lunar New Year sale on uh, Steam. And it's actually pretty fun. It's, it, it starts simple at first, but you start getting a flow uh, into it. And you're like, okay, I'm kind of getting the hang of this. And you start shooting stuff down, then more stuff comes. And the designs are really neat. Like, there was a ship that was shaped like a gun. I like that one. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah. So just a couple Thank quick... Thank you. Pro- oh, of course. And just a couple quick programming notes before we wrap up. Uh, uh, before third- you go, actually, oh. can I say one, one last thing? I'm sorry. Yeah. Sure, go ahead. I want to thank you and and everybody on the program because... There are not a lot of good curators and to kind of own this space of, of space games is very, very, very helpful. So I'm, I'm oh. sure people have gushed at you before, but I just, I'm really appreciative of that because I think, uh, you guys are, you know, doing a great job and, and I love that you've not given up on it and, and that's wonderful stuff. And we really could use your support in the indie community. So thank you on uh, behalf of us all. It's, it's, it's funny the uh, the hyper focus has made it easier to maintain over the years. That's good. It works. Yeah, it works it wor- very well. It's it's weird, but it works. Uh, we love it. We could be happier with the community we've built. Just look at our Discord. So uh, yeah, it's great. So thank you, but also thank you for contributing to uh, this library and this community of games and gamers, respectively. Oh, thanks. Yeah, of course. Uh, I would. I'm one of you, so that's good. But uh, just a couple quick programming notes before I lose my voice entirely. Uh, next week on the show, we are having the developer of Rodina back on the show. He hasn't been on since Podcast 14. Uh, and I'm the game, really excited about this. Yeah, the game has changed a lot since then, so that's going to be great. And next next Thursday is Valentine's Day, so we are not doing a LAN party uh, because it's Valentine's Day. Um, so thank you, uh, thank you, man, for uh, joining us, Herbert. Right? That's your name, Herbert. Yes, Herb. Uh, Herb. I'm terrible uh, with names. I don't have it. Right it's in front okay. Of me. Uh, so I apologize. Thank you, Herbert, for joining us, Herb. And uh, thank you, everyone, for watching and listening. And again, the game is Appaloon. Oh my God! And uh, it goes on sale tomorrow. Wow, that sounds great, huh? I can't wait to do more. Let's talk for another hour. No, we can't. We really get can't. this man uh, some water. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've been drinking the entire time. I have liquid next to me. It's it's just slowly getting worse as I talk. So thanks, uh, well, you guys. Feel better. Thank you. You know why there was like there was like two raindrops that fell in California. That was not yeah, at all. 
That was done. Not we the actually flu. Had, we actually had quite a bit of raid. It was great. Uh, but thank you so much, guys, and we'll see you next time. Bye bye.